Hi, thanks for joining us on another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self-proclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900s factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students who are willing to take risks. Joe and Ron welcome you to join discussions they used to have privately, where they discussed educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Joe is a third grade teacher and Ron a technology teacher for grades three to eight. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. Check us out on teachernerds.com and that's nerds with a Z. Find us on Instagram at teacher nerds podcast or on Twitter at teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor. Four, have you heard about the nerds? What's the word? Teacher nerds. You can tweet them out on Twitter. You can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like, bam! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teacher nerds. Start the show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I teach technology, third grade to eighth grade. And I'm a third grade teacher. And we are joined by uh, assistant principal or vice principal, uh, Christine Bertulis here at Southampton Township Schools. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here, guys. Good morning, Ms. Bertulis. Good morning, Mr. DiPaolo. <laughs> so we have uh, an interesting topic that came up on uh, Twitter at the beginning of September. Um, was a tweet by uh, Laura Spencer. Um, and it was a viral post that kind of sparked some debate uh, on the importance of sharing, but also about self-advocacy um, in students. So that's kind of going to be our topic today. And as always, two yes mores, one no way. We'll start out with that. And today we're going to be doing sitcoms. Oh man, TV shows, love yeah. them. And we did TV shows before. This is specifically just sitcoms. Situational, <laughs> situational comedies. I actually had to ask Alexa this morning because I wanted to sound like I knew what I was talking uh, about. Okay. So like, yeah, I did a little background research. I don't, I don't play. All right. And uh, yeah, sitcoms, situational comedies, and I'm excited about this. All right. It's time for two yes more, one no way. All right. So Christine, you're our guest. Yes. So would you like to start us off uh, two yes mores, two sitcoms that you could watch again and again and again, and one that you just don't care for? And a situational sitcom, you said. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. A sitcom I could watch over and over again um, would be Friends. Okay. I like Friends. I also could watch, um, oh my gosh, it's not coming to me right now, with Kevin James. Oh, uh, King of Queens? Yes, King of Queens. Okay. And I am not a huge fan of Seinfeld. Oh, okay. All right. I know. I know. That's going to be a tough one for people to... You just not hurt. something I could watch over and over again. You just right. hurt my heart. No, I'm well, sorry. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. A lot of times Ron gives things away. I'm thinking we might be able to figure out which one of his is. Uh, Joe, do you want to go next? or you want... Um. Sure. All right. You know, fun fact, like I said, I was doing a little research. 
The Flintstones was the first animated sitcom wow. airing nice. in 1960 by my good buddy Hanna Barbera. <laughs> um, I grew up on those cartoons, yeah, like oh, you yeah. know, Saturday morning cartoons. Um, so my first sitcom is a, a favorite of my son and I, uh, The Office. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. man. That's and, a good one. And, and that is something I could watch over and over again. Yep. And we have watched over and over again. Um, so so my, fec, uh, my second favorite one, oldie, real old, uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, wow, yeah. that is an yep. old one. Yep. And, yeah. and I used to have to watch it on Nick at Night. And yeah. I remember oh, my, I remember Nick, Nick at, at Night. Wasn't that awesome? Yes. I would be wa- and my dad would be like, dude, what are you watching? Because, yes. you know, that was probably <laughs> right. in the I used to watch Dragnet on Nick at Night. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I love those old shows. Um, now, my one no way, and I'm surprised, uh, you know, Christine, knowing you were a big dancer and everything, I'm surprised this wasn't on one of your lists. Uh, Glee. Oh, I would say no okay. way to believe. Like okay. I can't do. It's too much. It's a little cheesy. It's it is, and there's yeah. you know it's pizzazz and they're dancing mm-hmm. and they're singing. A lot of jazz like, hands. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that would be my one no way. All right. So mine office has okay. to be one. Oh, awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You know, over and over again, can watch Michael Scott mm-hmm. <laughs> over and over, <laughs> um, and. Seinfeld yeah, would okay. have to be my other. Okay. I mean, I can watch Seinfeld over and over, and my one no way. And I know a lot of people, you know, it'll kind of be like your Seinfeld, mm-hmm. where people will be surprised. Big Bang Theory cannot get into you it. Know, don't like it. I've tried and tried. Yeah, but it just doesn't. Not your thing. Yeah. Not your thing. I, yeah. I would agree though with that. I no, can't you don't really, like it. I can't really get into it either. Yeah. I mean, Sheldon's funny, but yeah, eh. yeah kind of gets Take it or leave it. same thing well, over yeah. and over again it seems like i think the older episodes are a lot better um mm-hmm. and i think like even you know one of our my favorite tv shows was the simpsons of all times and i was watching the simpsons when it was on the tracy ullman show right yeah and i have oh, all the dvds yeah. uh up until i think it's season 18 but then you know everyone gets edgy and and everything gets so political and not that i kind of loses its well it's, right. it's fun you right. know like now all of a sudden every show's got a, a topic or an issue and like oh man I, not that i only want fart jokes and stuff like that but that you know like that's and not that the simpsons was fart jokes but it was like that that well, silly humor i right. wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons no way really yeah mm, that was on the no the list no for list, me growing yeah. up really yeah and that yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of people early yeah. on yeah. in the early seasons really yeah. yeah well i guess i mean i'm and married with children was not yeah, allowed that was, to watch. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nine or two and zero as well, but I snuck that. You no snuck way! That oh, in. I snuck that in for wow. sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So there it was. Two yes mores, one no way. That was a fun one. Sitcom edition. All right. So this post that came out from uh, Laura Spencer, um, I believe it was a Facebook post, and you know it started out with. <clears throat> A woman talking about that she took her son to the playground right. and he had a new toy with him mm-hmm. and was swarmed by kids wanting to enjoy that new toy or share that new toy with her son. And the son said, no. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, parents kind of got outraged. The kids got outraged that this child wasn't sharing. And, you know, how could she do that? And she basically said, he doesn't have to share if he doesn't want to. Right. And it kind of got me thinking about we're, you know, one of our big uh, pushes in school right now is kindness empathy. and empathy mm-hmm. and you caring know, about others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do we go about balancing standing up for yourself and, you know, 
being kind and sharing and right. all that. So you having the job of right disciplinarian, disciplinarian being a mother of two young girls, mm -hmm. you know, we wanted to get your thoughts. So I don't think there's a clear answer. Okay, yeah. Which, yeah. Um, I think it depends on the situation. So coming from the mom point of view, I'm thinking, okay, if I brought my daughters who Abby's two, Anna will be six in a couple weeks to the playground, and they want to bring their new toy with them, this is what I would say to them before we leave the house. Mm. Hey, Anna, just so you know, you're going to go to the playground. A lot of people are going to want to probably play with that toy. If you're not willing to share it or want other people to touch it or possibly have it ruined, let's leave that toy at home. So That's you, one way to look at it. Sure. Okay. Yep. You know, I also think as a mom, you have to think of in that situation, what is your goal in telling your child they have to share? Is your goal just to look good to other parents? I'm doing the right thing. Right. I'm following social norms. I'm avoiding conflict. Or am I giving my child a voice to be like, I don't want to share this toy. I'm playing with it right now. Mm. But right. I'm bump. So I I don't I don't know what the right answer is. I think it depends. For me though, personally, I would say if it's not a toy you're willing to share or bring around a lot of people, we're gonna leave it at home. So then if she brought it and other kids wanted to play with it, you would then have then would say, Okay, well, go ahead. You got If it. she had her time with it, that's yeah. another thing too. I would want her to have a voice and be able to work through, hey, I'm playing with it, but maybe in an about ten minutes you could take a turn playing with it right. to give them problem solving, yep. communicating with one another and how to uh, not avoid conflict, but how to handle it. Right. And, and I, yeah, I mean, I think one of the interesting points in the, I think it was a fate or the article that the woman wrote was if you were an adult mm -hmm. and you went to the park and mm -hmm. I think she talks about a sandwich yes, and I, she I didn't, did. I, yeah. I didn't quite get the sandwich germs and yeah. right. But <laughs> if I had the new iPhone 11, mm -hmm. And a bunch of people came up and said, hey, let me let me grab your iPhone and, and check that out. I wouldn't expect that people would oh, expect me to, you know, yeah. hand over my phone. Mm -hmm. Or if I had a new pair of like Beat headphones or right. something, I wouldn't be expected to share, right. you know, in that situation. So why are we making and children? It's, it's interesting, too, because we make children do it way more than adults have to. And they don't even have the brain capacity to truly understand right. oh, yeah, okay. sharing. Yep. Like when you think of a toddler, their brains aren't even fully developed to understand what sharing, empathy, kindness. They're very me, me, me. Right. Right. Because and you have, have to be. be right? You have like, to that's be. Yeah, that's what we're, right. Yes. People are taking care of you your whole life. Up Use until, your words. Right. Use your words. Right. Exactly. You know, that's yeah. what we're like kind of. To telling them to say over and over again um so if they want to use their words and say no it's my toy i want to play with it right, right now i i think they should be able to do that but you also have to teach your child when a child says that how do you respond when you're not the one getting what you want but you're well, getting down point, yeah. to that point like it's parenting it's it's mm. and and every kid is going to be different mm -hmm. and every situation is going to be different so like i think taking the time to think about Mm -hmm. As the parent, okay, mm -hmm. how are we going to approach this issue? And then taking the time to talk to your kids about it. Absolutely. And, and right. bringing that out in the open. Um, and and I agree with this parent. Like, who cares what anyone else thinks? Mm -hmm. And who cares what anyone else says? I'm trying to do what's best for my kid. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you can't read every book out there. And we've talked about that 21st century literacy before. Right. And you don't necessarily have to read books. But but maybe talking to other people about it. Right. And, and not... Not that this lady blasted it on social media, like I'm sure it got 
picked up some exposure spread out exactly um but you know reaching out and saying hey this happened what would you do Mm -hmm. or or, you know i know twitter has chat groups or or just things you Mm -hmm. can look into on how to be a better parent uh but i think that might have a stigma to it like you know, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'll tell you, I don't know what I'm doing. I, every, well, on any given day, know? I think we all feel we don't know what yeah. we're doing yeah. at like, yeah. some moment. And you just want to you wanna do the best that for you your son or daughter. Um, so I think having those conversations is, is key and, and keeping the, the topic, op- not the topic, but just the lines of communication open. Right. And I also think it depends on what the object is. So if we're thinking about something in school, right, out on the playground, it's equipment that belongs to the school. I think kids should be sharing it. Right. If you've had your turn, right. it's time to share it. But if you're choosing to bring in your stuffed animal, let's say some of the third graders still bring in, sure, yep. and they don't want to share it, they probably shouldn't have to share it. But I would also, like I said, from the mom point of view, tell my child, don't bring it to school. Right. 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 It may not be the best place to bring it because you, there may be some conflict and right. you don't want that. Exactly. And I think again, in that article, there's uh, a child who brought colored pencils and she mm-hmm. had this great colored pencil set. And didn't want to share it because right. colored pencils get broken and yeah, kids right. don't They're treat them the right and way. And, absolutely. Well, and, they get used. And, and right. who mm-hmm. should be the one to use them? Mm-hmm. Whose colored pencils they right. are? And I think it's in the response, how is she responding to the child? No, you can't use it. Or right. is it like, hey, you know what? These are really special to me. I'm so sorry. I hope you don't take it the wrong way. But I, I, my mom and I just, we talked about it. We don't want it to be shared. And I think that's an awesome point. Like the, <laughs> the community, how do you communicate yes. I don't want to share? Right. Yes. Is it that no kind of snotty bratty answer how right it's how it's perceived yes you know from absolutely. the other person absolutely now what about <clears throat> as a disciplinarian in mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. if this issue would come up you know how would you go about Handling dealing it. with it yeah policy right that's right well pol- you follow policy, policy right but it's interesting you you know this could veer into a million different topics but something right now that we are focused on and that i'm was making one of my goals this year is to bring in more of a restorative justice piece to okay. discipline. So in a situation that involves sharing, no one's getting injured as far as physically. Right. I would want to bring the students together and actually talk it out. Okay. We've yep. been talking about um, with Dr. Daniels having these talk circles with kids. So okay. Circle up, guys. We're talking it out. And actually have them communicate, you know, the person who maybe owns the object. What are you feeling right now? How can you explain to this other student? How are you feeling? How can we come up with a resolution? That's great. I mean, again, that communication part. It's all about the communication. They don't know how to do it. Right. And and we, right. And and we're in a texting, you know, email or chat. And they see that's how their parents are communicating. Um, Nothing against... I'm, right, we're, we're I do all tech. Right, my Absolutely. notes are yeah. on my phone. I do right. it too. Exactly. Right, yeah. and it's easier to shoot somebody a text than actually communicate. Right. But the kids don't have the skills to be able to explain what they mean, right. have honest dialogue about it, yeah. and to handle when you're not always hearing what you want to hear. Right, and having I think the important thing is having a an adult there to help scaffold. Okay. You yes. said your piece. Now, mm-hmm. how do I, how right. do other people feel about that? that? Safe confines. Yes. Right. You feel yeah. safe to exactly. talk about how exactly. you feel openly. Right. So, from a discipline point of view, it kind of there's a fine line between is it actually a mistreatment of peers issue or is it a conflict issue? Right. Okay. So, I think you have to balance the situation. But, like I said, I really would like to start taking more of the approach of let's let's figure this out together. Right. And let's move on from here. Now, if it continued to be a situation after that. Right. And then again, that's where maybe you do have that conversation of, look, you, you've brought this object to school mm-hmm. 10 times. 
and each time you're you're coming into conflict, mm-hmm. maybe it's something that you shouldn't be bringing to school because, you know, there is that issue coming up. And we've up. had that issue, especially with the younger students. Sure. Now, we deal with third through eighth graders. Middle school, don't really run into this issue. Right. Third graders, Pokemon cards on the bus. Sure, sure. You, even, you talk you know about stuffed animals. Stuffed yeah. animals. Figurines they bring. But, or and sports you also, equipment. You also can't choose to share with one student and not choose to share with another student. So you're giving one kid your Pokemon cards on the bus, but you're telling this kid you can't have them. That's a problem. Right. So, but again, you may get into that. I know this child. I know, and I trust them. Destroys right. them, you know, yeah, or doesn't you're have. Right. You're right. You're right. You know, the care. Right. But in that situation, I would say keep your Pokemon cards right. in your Not backpack. Not to have them. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, touchy. It is touchy. It, 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 yeah. Well, it is. every situation is different. Every kid is different. Right. And, you know, what happens with one situation with one kid could be, even though the situation can be the same, totally different that's depending makes, on the right. players you have in the right. game. Right. And right. that's what makes the consistency in my job is tough because you want to be as consistent as right. possible, but it's not always black and white. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Policy looks at things more black and white. Right. Yes. But nothing's ever black and no. white. We play a really cool game uh, in the in our inclusion class. Our special ed teacher, Kim Bray, uh, the kids all have ailments. So they'll come up and say, oh, I'm, I'm really, really hungry. And yeah. her response is, oh, I'm sorry. Here's a Band-Aid. <laughs> you know, because, yeah. you know, I know you can't do that with policy, but, yeah, uh, you know, what you need, we're going to give you. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So right. same with disciplinarian. Right. What, what your actions uh, show, your consequences are going to, you know, be paired with those right. actions. Right. But, um, but yeah, if, if policy's written really closed. Mm-hmm. Which I would say ours actually gives a lot of wiggle room. Which is great. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, because every situation's different. Every child's different. Like what we when I used to teach fourth grade, well, why does so-and-so get to have X, right. Y, and Z? Fair is... Fair isn't equal. Yes. Right? Exactly. That, and and that's, that's, a, that's hard for kids that is a, to understand. That's a tough idea to understand. It's, it's hard sure. for adults. Well, I right. don't get why but this then, teacher gets to, you and know. And then we right. say, well, if you were hungry, would we give you a Band-Aid? And, right. And, and, but, and then they're like, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they right. might not oh, understand it, yeah. but, but they know. They if, start to get it through right. that. Yeah. Right. Starts to make sense. And that's sense. what's crazy is, is now you have to do that stuff in school. Yeah. But, yeah. And But but you do because these are, these are the cards you're dealt, right? So if if this is the kind of stuff they need besides right. just how do you read and right. um, how do you well, add Well, that's social-emotional learning, and, and right? It is that's, social-emotional and, learning. And it is important because we're not, I don't think, getting as much of it, you know, because there are, you know, here's your tablet. Mm-hmm. Here's right. your, it's so you know, true. play on well, my phone. Mrs. Michael, though, did just, I know in our last third grade meeting, mm-hmm. we have, uh, you know, a bunch of books now added to our library. Uh, that are going to start to hit on those topics and and you know because that's kind of under the I guess it's uh, the Holocaust mm-hmm. in the, in right. the curriculum. Yep. And yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in third grade, it starts with like caring and empathy yeah. and, yep. and right. through read aloud. So that when right. they're in middle school, they understand more what biased, prejudice, right. you know, where all that comes from and how to how to handle situations yeah. like that. Um, so what about I mean? So we have that now balancing that out with being able to stand up for yourself in certain situations where you know again maybe being bullied or maybe Mm -hmm. being pushed a little Mm -hmm. bit or you know how do we you know we're teaching share Mm -hmm. we're teaching you know sometimes avoidance of sharing Mm -hmm. and conflict by not bringing something in Mm -hmm. but now sometimes the conflict is on your doorstep and you can't how do you go about 
giving students that voice because that you know by talking about only kindness and empathy and mm -hmm. all that we're kind of pulling back a little bit on standing up for yourself i think right you know so it, it, there is that you know that and that has to be taught um right. danielle madison who's our counselor k-4 we have this conversation all the time is teaching kids the skills to communicate and handle conflict but they literally right. have to be walked through it step by step right. they need to role play it they need to see adults modeling that as well i think you have to give them the skills to do so so with the uh, the um colored pencils right it depends on how you're going to handle that situation and right. what is now with the our third grade now we're struggling with conflict mm -hmm. okay they go from zero to a hundred so someone butts in front of you in line he cut it you right know? right yep yep instead of saying like hey that wasn't right or next step maybe i should tell an adult it goes right to like physical boom i'm gonna okay. push this person right there was no steps in between. Right. So it's giving them those steps, telling them how to handle it and what to do if it's not going according to plan. It's a lot of teaching. Yeah. 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 And again, a lot it's, of teaching. It's, it's teaching that really when you look at our standards, mm -hmm. yeah. might not be the things that you're supposed to be teaching necessarily, but oh, you yeah. have to be able to still fit well, them in somehow. Yes, I you mean, do. That, that's yep. speaking and listening, right? So, yeah. in well, language yeah, arts, yeah. there is to be. So, but, right. but then. How do you get that in? To, you have to, to find creative you have ways. To find. Right. We were just yeah. having this conversation yesterday um, at an administrative team meeting. And the day before, we were in with the counselors and our child study team with um, Dr. Robin Daniels, who's right. focusing a lot on social emotional learning. We talked about that the whole time of how can we fit in social emotional learning? How can we fit in these circles so that in any classroom, a teacher could be like, see a conflict, guys, circle up. Right. We're talking about it. We're right getting it out the there. We're getting it out there. We're talking kids so that they are just used to communicating with each other right. and can problem solve together instead of avoiding. Because right. right now in a situation with discipline, something happens, we typically want to separate kids. You had a conflict. Right. You were here. You're here. Instead right. of bringing them together. Sure. And we get those emails from time to time. These people can't be in a yeah. group together. They yeah. shouldn't sit near each other. But here's it, the thing. Know. It's a total change of mindset for right. parents. Sure. For teachers, for administrators, for kids. It's a change of mindset. Because right. a lot of times we just want to avoid. But who's to say those two students aren't going to see each other on, at a soccer game on Saturday? They have uh -huh. to know how to handle. Right. Or on the playground the next day. Right. Or, or yeah. when they right. do come out from the nurse's right. office. And what, what, yeah. you know? what Dr. Daniels was saying, it's about righting wrongs and mending relationships right. to make them better. You don't have to be right. best friends, but let's mend this relationship so we can right. move forward. And really, I mean, that to me, like right now, uh, watching the news this morning, mm -hmm. you watch the trial in Texas that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Amber Geiger trial where right. the, the brother actually came oh, down yeah. off the stand yeah. to give her a hug and said, I love you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, like 18, whoa. and he's only 18, 18 years old. Right. Well, did you hear what the mom commented though? Like, um, uh, forgiveness and responsibility are two different things. We forgive what you did, but because of what you did, right. you there's, know there's to a consequence. And that's why yeah. it's a balance. Right. So as I said, okay, up. I'm all about restorative justice, and but does it take the place of a consequence? Or can you blend the two together? And I think you can. I mean, I, I think, and I think that's what we well, have to do. She yeah. got 10 years, right? right? She got 10 years for, for, 
I guess it was it murder. manslaughter murder. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And and there was someone on Twitter who who was blasting off. I can't believe she only got ten years. If if the situations were reversed and the colors were different, mm. you know, there probably would have been a lot more. And once again, I mean, it's situational. And and you know, being a white middle class male, like I don't, I don't, you don't know, I don't right. know. And and you know what, I'm, you know, I I don't want to say I'm lucky, but. I, I don't I don't know what it would like be like to mm-hmm. be in, in that in type that of situation. Right. Um but then to say, you know, well, she only got ten years. She, I think a day in jail is Right, would be know, frightening holy for me. Like yeah. I, well, yeah. There's you know, so ten years is going to be a long time to sit there and think about what you did. Holy right. and and Right. You know, and what we're finding in, you know, does one for school I'm going to go away from you know jail because yeah, that's yeah. totally right. different sure. but in school does the crime actually warrant like does the crime match the the consequence the consequence right. um, so you know example you have a third grader you know push somebody lunch recess attention does it really match the crime there what are right. they getting out of that some students are like oh my gosh I'm never going to do this again right. I want my recess some students are happy to kind of sit on their own and have lunch so it's it's hmm. such a balance of and you know third grade though and like in the lower grades are they yeah no really wow no it's 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 it just depends on the student student. it really does um you know and even in we also mentioned this uh two days ago even in states where you have the death penalty it's not changing people's behavior Right. right right so you really have to think about the restorative piece in between right. you know that you can suspend a student in school or out of school but what what tools are you giving them to return right and that i think that's the important thing is is us giving them tools to deal with it mm-hmm. so that they they don't come to this point again mm-hmm. or if they do come to this point again maybe they handle it a little bit differently a little better exactly mill may still wind up in some trouble Right. But they had tools. So right. like each time. Because right. we're also dealing with. Mi- De- well, you're developing minds. Middle still, schoolers. Right? Yeah. So you sometimes I think the struggle is too. Like you Hormones, said, people are. Right? Well, yeah. gosh, everything. Yeah. Right. But they're not. Their brains are not fully developed. Right. But you had mentioned that, you know, people went out on Twitter. Ten years isn't enough. But we struggle with that. I'll make a phone call. Well, what's the other student getting? That's right. not enough. And that, you know, they're kids. Right. And, and kids make mistakes. But right. they you can't kind of put a stamp on them the rest of their life that they're a bad person because they made a mistake. Right. So you really have to balance that and you try to, but it's a change of mindset well, yeah. that's because when how, it's yep. your kid that's wronged, you want, you want justice. When it's, right. like, but when it's the other way, you know, it's right. hard for parents when they're dealing with their child. I get it. Your kid, sure, your, sure. your life, it's hard for them to see the other child right. and then what, how the other parents might be feeling too. Right. Everybody's hurt. Yep. So it's almost like you have to heal everybody involved. It's yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot of work on schools. Well, so as they have to do it all. Marion, you almost have to be like a social worker and then a you counselor. Know, maybe sometimes a, a, a that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most times I and I, I am very lucky to work with wonderful counselors, and I feel like we're always working. I'm right. usually with Mrs. Madison, Mrs. Kilpatrick, Mrs. Shaughnessy, working on situations right. because the kids have to see that you're working together and we're trying to right. figure this out because we care about you. Right. But you kind of have to be a little bit of and three, everything. Three counselors in one small district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and wish. And we could use probably you, right, yeah, yeah. one or two more, right? right if yeah. You could almost but, use one per grade level yeah, probably. Honestly. To, to yeah. really get that social, emotional piece, yeah. you, yeah. you know, in a dream world, it'd be, it would be fantastic. Right. 
But I think that going back to the whole sharing thing, it all involves that social emotional learning. Well, that's and so I think important. that's why Empatico is, is such a great mm. tool yep. because even if you don't, you know, do their connections and, and their hookups, there's still so many lessons on, right. on, on you know, absolutely. talking to someone right. and, yeah. and, and just how to communicate, yeah. how to, communicate. How to mm-hmm. listen and, yep. and what you should be doing when someone else is talking. I mean, right. there's, there's lessons in there are vital. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's a and, lesson and a Joe really and I had talked about in there that I said we should do during a faculty meeting. Okay. And it's a, it's, you get cards and it's, you're listening for someone talking about a birthday. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, you have to, once they're done, you have to paraphrase what they said. Yep. And then you tell something about a day, what you did on a day that it rained. And somebody else now is listening for that. Because I said, it's it's, interesting. I find it very difficult for myself. I am, I am definitely someone right, who's mm-hmm. thinking about how do of I want to respond to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than well, taking it in. So yeah. it's funny on Survivor last night, and I'm not a Survivor person, but Stacy loves it. So okay. you know, that's it, her sitcom. That, then that, that's, yeah, oh, most definitely, most definitely. If Stacy loves it, you're loving yeah, it. Well, I'm watching it. That's for sure. So it's and you know, they're going on in the background, and these two people are just grilling this girl, and they're saying, you know, all this information, and she's like so overwhelmed. And then mm. it worked out. They then started asking her questions, like, "Hey, how many how many brothers does this person have?" Mm. So and by her answering the questions. She wanted a mute idol and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's the survivor stuff. But that's it. Like, in any given situation, you're going to get bombarded with the stuff. And if you do start thinking about everything else, you don't take it in. And, right. And, and right. I mean, at eight years old, who knows how to listen the right way? Right. And I see it in, in first graders yesterday in the Maker Club. You know, we're we're talking or they're talking to each other. And one kid's, you know, this. Two other kids are talking. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, what's, go- <laughs> what's yeah, going on? Their I, minds are. Yeah. I know it's not school, but, yo, someone's talking. Mm-hmm. Settle right. down. Stop playing with that stuff. You know, right. keep your hands together. And we do. We don't do the whole brain teaching class. Yes, we'll do class freeze. Right. So, mm-hmm. so then, you know, they're like just supposed to stop. stop. Yep. And, right. and that's, you know, I think that's a great start because now they're like, all right, someone just said something. Mm-hmm. Let me stop. And then you get their attention. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to have to, I used to be hands on your head. Yep. Okay. So literally they couldn't, so they couldn't be fumbling with anything. Right, right. And then yeah. I'd be like, all right, guys, you're good. Go. But yep. I couldn't get that full attention, eyes on me and hands on your head. So yep. I knew they were just like. Yeah. Especially you know. now with the Chromebooks. I can, we, right. oh, we do uh, hands in the air and they say, wave them like you just don't care. Love because it. Because they're looking at their screen. They're, but they're, you know, their fingers are going on that yeah, mouse. I'm yeah. like, yo, yo, yo. Like. Well, I even have, like, I'll have students shut their Chromebook, like, mm-hmm. a, a quarter of the way right. or halfway, and I get them laying down on the <laughs> desk so they can still look at the screen. I'm like, no, no, no. I right. have you yeah. shut it for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. But but I think you have to stop, right? Because right. then if you keep talking. Well, it doesn't. No, it's not going anywhere. Right. right. And you're yeah. going to repeat yourself time, over and over and over again. You'll be saying in May, why do you keep doing this? Right. And exactly. Like the kids are going to say, because I've been doing it all year. But literally, I feel like it all has to be modeled for them. Yes. I don't remember that yep. being modeled for me in school, to be honest. When I think back, I'm like, did our teachers do that? But you have to show them what it looks like, what right. it sounds like. And you got to just practice it, practice it, right. practice it. And I, and I think, I mean, that's just it. I mean, maybe it wasn't modeled for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, maybe we, you know, it was, maybe it was modeled in different ways, ways. you Mm -hmm. know, maybe it was modeled by our parents that, you know, parents are more busy Mm -hmm. now or who knows, I know, but we have to do it. I was a bear in school. Like, I don't think if if you went back and asked my teachers now, I'm pretty sure they, I wouldn't be a favorite. Um, (laughs) And I didn't stop until I was literally called out. Mm -hmm. You know, if I was allowed to keep on going. Right. 
you kept going. Oh, you would have yeah. kept going. The, the, well, yep. kids need boundaries. Right, they absolutely. do. And they, and they crave structure. Yeah. As much as they try to push back a little bit, right. yeah. they need it. There was yeah. no being cute with me. It was stop or, Here's you know, the consequence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. we're on the phone with your dad. Okay. Well, you want them to be, we're trying to make them become good citizens. Good people. Good yeah. people. It's, it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot. Okay. And yeah. um, Well, that's it's like schools now so much more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and yep. that's whether or not you like it or not, if you're in the educational field, this right. is the stuff you have, have to wear. You have to wear a lot of hats. Yep. There's a lot of hats you have to wear. Awesome. All right, so I think this is a pretty cool episode. I yeah, loved definitely. it, guys. Thanks um, for having me. Christine, I appreciate coming you coming on. out. Yeah. yeah. I know fun. it was early morning for you. Um, so, once again, I'm Ron Nover. I'm Joe DiPaolo. And this was... Mrs. Bertulis. And thanks for listening. Check us out on teachernerds.com. Check us out on Twitter, at Teacher Nerds. Joe, check us out on Instagram. Teacher Nerds Podcasting. Is it Teacher Nerds Podcasting or Podcast? Ron? <laughs> I think Teacher Nerd Podcast. Oh, hear that tone? <laughs> that, that was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Horrible. <laughs> That's Teacher Nerds Podcast on Instagram. All right, Teacher Nerds Podcast on Instagram. And... Check out the Teacher Nerds store on teachernerds.com. Buy some Teacher Nerds gear. And Joe, that is Nerds with a... Z, Ron. That Woo. is correct. Nerds with a Z. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time. Teacher Nerds, Teacher Nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking Teacher Nerds, I'm talking Teacher Nerds.